You are listening to The Bible Breakthrough with Pastor David Engman and Scott Brecky. In this study, we will break down the Bible from B.C. to A.D. chronologically while offering historical context and real-life application for today. This series is brought to you by the Breakthrough Media Network. Hi, my name is Pastor Dave Ingman, and this is Scott Brecky. And we want to welcome you to the Bible Breakthrough. And we want to thank you for joining us. This is our first video going out. And we want you to know that we're excited, and we just want to have fun. And we yeah. hope you have fun. Mm -hmm. We are not polished professionals. This is not um, the world that we typically live in, but this is the world we've been called into by God. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, our goal is to lead you into a deeper, more intimate relationship with our Savior Jesus. Have you ever wondered how our world came to be? You're going to find that out right here. So please look for our bonus video to this episode as we discuss various topics that come up because of the scripture we cover today. Also, the show notes will be in the link uh, linked in the description. All right. So, scripture that we're going to read today is Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 through 23. There are three questions that I'd like you to ask yourself as you listen. What is the word saying? What does it mean? And how can I apply what I'm learning to my life? Mm -hmm. So let's start out with prayer. So Lord, <clears throat> your word teaches us that you will lead us into all truth. And Lord, I'm praying that you would do that uh, for me and Dave and those who listen, Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I felt awkward because I was like, and my eyes closed. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. So anyway, let's open up the Bible. Let's read the passage, shall we? Genesis 1, verse 1 through 23. Scott, would you, would you read that? Yes, sir. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. And evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. Then God said, Let there be space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. God made this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called the space sky. And evening passed and morning came, marking the second day. Then God said, Let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place, so dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the waters seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed-bearing plant, and trees that grow seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. And that is what happened. The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed-bearing plants, and trees with seed-bearing fruit. Their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind, and God saw that it was good. An evening passing morning came, marking the third day. 
Then God said, Let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark seasons, days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth. And this is what happened. God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set these lights in the sky to light the earth, to govern the day and night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the fourth day. Then God said, Let the waters swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that scurries and swarms in the water, and every sort of bird, each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. Let the fish fill the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the fifth day. Well done. <clears throat> you got through that. Yep. Unscathed. So one of the things that we, you know, that we have been talking about as, as we prepare for this um, is the idea that uh, an old guy named Howard Hendricks used to teach about observation, observation, interpretation, and application mm -hmm. as being three components of reading and understanding the Bible. Of course, if we don't apply things, uh, what's the point? Yeah. We can get all sorts of knowledge. But So, you know, when we read the Bible, really what we're doing, what Scott just did here is he just observed what the Word said. That's yep. the observation piece. And then we move into something that actually happens as we observe, oftentimes naturally, and that's the, um, that's the place where we're interpreting what we're reading. So as you are reading something, and, you know, if something stands out and you kind of get caught up on that, you know, you start, your mind starts working automatically. You start to think about it. What does it mean? And that's really that, that second part about interpretation, so to speak. It's just taking what we're seeing and or hearing in this case, mm -hmm. and it's asking ourselves, well, what does it mean? And then, of course, we talked about the third one, application. So, as you were reading, Scott, um, I certainly started to recognize things that were kind of crawling off the page. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, I noticed uh, that God uh, created, uh, and we've only covered the first five days here, but He created everything in a very precise order. And, you know, I was, I was thinking, um, why did God create things in such precision and in such order? I mean, if he could do anything he did even on just one day, right? God could just simply say, think about it and say it, and it's done. Mm -hmm. Why well, go through the process? So what are your thoughts about why God went through the process of order of creation the way he did? Well, I think it's a little bit for us to be able to see this. So he, he, yeah, he could have easily just been like, boom, it's all created. But I think that it's pretty, actually really neat for me to be able to read each one of these. I mean, look, we get to, we get to dive into how God specifically created everything with a purpose and in order, right? So he starts with creating, what we experience, what we're on. We're on the earth. He created the earth, the heavens and the earth. 
So I just think it's awesome we get to be able to see all these different things take place. It's like I see this like these different layers starting to, to come through. So what you're saying there is, is he did it for a benefit. Yeah. Because yeah. he clearly could have just He could have, yeah. He could have bypassed everything. It's done. And done. that's how it was. And right, But he did it for our benefit. So what's interesting to me, when I look at the very first verse of the Bible, it says, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Beginning. The word beginning means that there was a start. Right? Yeah. What came before that? Yeah. Well, it's a little... Uh, well, obviously, we know that... All right, if there's a start of something, we know that who's also making this is God. So obviously God is before beginning. But I and I've I've said this before that it's a sometimes a little bit hard to know what was there beforehand because you know, I am a created being. We experience everything that's created, right? Everything listed in these first 5 days. We've experienced all these things, the animals, the the ground, the waters, the different um the moon, the the sun, all these different things. So it's a little bit hard for me to be able to say, all right, well, what was before the beginning? Well, I don't know much other than right. God. But here's <laughs> the point. Obviously, God had to have existed before the beginning. Yeah, he did. Right? Yes. And in the next verse, or the next words it says, it says, God created. So um, I was thinking of this as, you know, we got this wonderful sign here, if you're uh, watching anyway, as yeah. opposed to listening. Uh, Scott made this. He's very handy, loves working with wood, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. Uh, he did a great job. Scott, let me ask you a question. Before you did that, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, did I you think it. about it? Did yeah. you plan it out? Yeah. I mean, before you created something, you had a plan. Yep. Before you created that, you had some kind of idea, some kind yeah. of plan. And, and you apparently knew how to do it, mm-hmm. and you did it, right? Yeah. But it didn't happen just like that, did it? No, I, it was a process of me right. uh, thinking, of, all right, where is this going to... I mean, it's ultimately um, something that hangs on the wall, so it needs uh, hangers in the back, and it, it has to fit the space. And, yeah, I mean, there was a you purpose to, for you it. Had to, uh, you had to envision it. You had, yeah. to under, you, you had an idea once, right? And then you're like, hey, I think I could do this for Breakthrough. Yep. You know, and then you then you knew you need a saw and you need wood and you got old barn wood and and then you pulled out whatever that jigsaw thingy was that carved <laughs> out the. Yeah. Well, it, my point to all of that is this: God created in the beginning. We know that there was a start, and then we also know God created, and we also know that since there was a start and that God was going to create, He obviously was there prior, and He obviously had a plan. Yep, right? He did. Yep. Isn't that? I mean, isn't that reassuring to know that the God of the universe just didn't, on a whim, yeah. you know, create? Mm-hmm. No, he has, obviously has a plan, and you know, he also created us. Yeah, we'll get on that in the next one, but that's exactly what yeah. I was going to say. Well, all right, if he created all this, I know that I'm a, I know that I'm a created being. We're going to see that in a few of the chapters coming up, but, so that would mean that we all have purpose, right? If yeah. God creates everything, even the... Yeah, the water, I mean, there's a purpose for water. There's a purpose for all these plants and trees and seed-bearing things. Like, man, how much greater than am I as being a human being? So there's, there has to be purpose. There has to be purpose in my life. Well, absolutely. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in the next episode. Here's what I want to drive now. Yeah. We num- Number one, we recognize, at least from what I'm seeing, we recognize there was a start, obviously. There had to be something prior to the start. Mm-hmm. We also recognize that God's creative. 
Um, we also recognize God created. And not only is he created, but he created, right? Yeah. All right. Um, then God said, and starting in verse 2, then God said, let there be light, and there was light. So how did God, based upon what you just read, how did God create the heavens and the earth? And all five days that we've read, how did he do it? Well, each verse, simply look at it. Three says, then he said. Six says, then he said. Nine says, then he said, right? Yeah. Everything that was created was created by and through the spoken word of God, which is like, wow, is there anything that he cannot do? Well, if he can create the heavens and the earth and everything we see by his spoken world, word, man, there, there's, there's really anything that comes after this, it's, it's, not, it's not impossible for God. Like, what, what do you, what do you, I mean, what do you think? I mean. Well, I think when I think of this, then God said, and then it happened, I think, yeah, there, there is power. Yep. Must be authority that, is, that accompanies that power mm -hmm. to be able to do that. And, and, you know, obviously, as we go through the Bible, and if you've read the Bible, you know God, uh, even if you go into the Mat Matthew 28, the Great Commission, toward the end there, verse 19, God said that, you know, Jesus said that all authority had been given to him, and then he yeah. delegates that authority. So we're pretty unique mm -hmm. because he doesn't say that about the animals or, or, or the fish or anything yep. else, yep. right? Um, but God's words are powerful, and so are yours and mine. Yeah. Our words are powerful. Yep. Okay, and we know that. Yep. So as far as the rest of this stuff is concerned, I mean... Um, when, when we get to the next episode where we're talking about God creating the animals and then man, yep. Yep. when we get there, I think a light bulb gets to kind of come on, at least it does for me, as it pertains to the precision of order and mm -hmm. why. Yep. He did it the way he did it. Um, anything else that stands out to you here in this scripture? Well, okay, I, I know we hadn't talked about this, but just that, like, okay, everybody seems like you see the sun, you see the moon, like, those are always wonders to me. Like, look how huge and awesome those are, right? You can't, you can't tell me that not one person has, like, seen that at, like, a beautiful sunset. Or at the night, you look up at the stars and you see the moon and you're just like, wow. Like, that's amazing to me. Like, like that just spurs wonder. Man, you mean I can actually know the God that created all of that. You know, and, and it simply says right here, right? God made two great lights. And it makes sense. One to govern the day, the sun, and one to govern the, govern the, the night, the moon. And, and this is kind of neat too. He just simply throws this out there. It doesn't go into any detail. He just says, oh, by the way. It's like he dropped the mic. Yeah, I made the stars. You know, I made, them. I made everything that you see. So, I don't know. I just think it's kind of cool. Like, I, 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 I look at the sun and I look at the moon and stars. I'm like, man, that's... That's really beautiful. You know, that's something that, that only I think God's, God yeah. can create. So here's, here's, I think, I think this might, and we're going to get into the application component in a minute, but I think yeah. this just hit me. This might be part of the application. If God said something and it happened mm -hmm. every time, then when you read the Bible, 
and, and discover the promises that God has made? Yeah. Well, then that's going to happen too. The promises are found or contained within the Word of God. Mm-hmm. We got to go to the Word of God. We got to read the Word of God because it's in the Word of God that we'll discover the promises that God has given to us. And if He if He said it and it happened, uh, and He's saying it, it will happen. And I think that might be an, a, a part of this application piece, yeah, right? Absolutely. I'm I'm really convinced that. You know, as we are thinking through uh, application, that has to be right there at the top. Have you, can you say that you saw anything else in regards to application here? Well, I mean, <clears throat> we see God creating a lot of things, and I, I as we read through that, I, I struggled with, all right, what, a, what in the world am I supposed to take from these verses that I can apply to my life? And it was... You know, it was hard. I mean, it was hard. I'll be honest. It was hard. I couldn't really come up with a great thing that I said, yep, I'm going to take this and apply it to my life. But I think the the point that just starts to drive home for me is I get to, I literally get to know the God who made all these things. I get to know him. And and I, and it explains how, how some of it was done, right? Exactly. And I, and I think you're right about that. Well, we're, we're not seeing commands in here. Yeah. Right, which typically would be, you know, uh, application points in a lot of people's lives, including ours, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there isn't commands. What we're reading about is, is the record of history, and we're reading about the beginning of history. And I think God wanted us to know what his story, I like that because I can link that right up to history. Yeah. This is about his story. And if you remember from our introduction to the era, I said this is the greatest story ever told. It's his story Mm -hmm. that we're reading, and he wanted us to know the history Mm -hmm. of how it happened. And it's up to us to make a decision to choose. Really, we have to make a decision and choose to have faith and believe. Because those two words are simultaneous. I mean, they're hand in hand. Having faith is simply believing something. And, um, you know, God put it in our heart. He wrote the knowledge of himself in every human. Not every Christian. He wrote it in every human. Every human has a knowledge written within their heart, as the Bible teaches us, that God exists. Mm -hmm. And either you accept that or you simply deny that, which a good portion of the world has done. Yeah. So we're praying for you. We are praying for you. The application would be that, that maybe it's not a command to do something, but it's a, a revelation of truth in the scripture we read about yeah. a doubt you may have had regarding creation, regarding evolution, you know, regarding the gap theory. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are all topics that we're going to discuss down the line in some of our bonus videos. All right, so I'm going to turn the question to you, okay? So what about you, all right? What can you apply to your life that we read about today in, this, in our scripture? Yeah, I appreciate that question. And look, if, if, if you're struggling with you know, anything regarding the Bible, uh, regarding what we covered today, um, I just want you to know it's all right to struggle. We all struggle. Yeah, 
there isn't anybody that hasn't wrestled with some of these, these, these thoughts about, you know, how the beginning occurred in God and so forth. Um, um, so anyway, I want you to know you're, you're not alone. Um, and, and I want you to know it's all right to struggle. And I also yeah. want you to know that it's my prayer for you that you just hang in there. Keep coming back. I mean, Scott and I are going to have fun. Yeah. We hope that you have fun as you listen. Um, we're trying to keep our episodes at 20 minutes. Um, our bonus videos will be a lot more than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just a quick reminder, check out the bonus video where we're going to just dive deep into some of the main points from, uh, from, the epi- from this episode today. Thank you, Scott, for being a part of this. I want to thank you, all of you, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this. Um, We had fun. We look forward to seeing you on our next meeting together in episode two as we continue our study uh, of the first era of beginnings. Thank you, and God bless. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Bible Breakthrough with Pastor David Engman and Scott Brecky. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and will join us again for more of the Bible from B.C. to A.D. We are a volunteer-driven ministry and rely on you to help us get the word out to the world. Please like this podcast on Facebook, share it to your page, and continue to listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. This has been a broadcast of the Breakthrough Media Network.